you have that power like you have to own and know that you have that power and remind yourself because that's the secret sauce that people are forgetting that makes them unique is dang i have that power within me already like all of those things those trigger a, a fire in you that can't be replaced that's chandra gore and this is the powerful ladies podcast Hey guys, I'm your host, Kara Duffy, and this is the Powerful Ladies Podcast, where I invite my favorite humans, the awesome, the up to something, and the extraordinary to come and share their story. I hope that you'll be left entertained, inspired, and moved to take action towards living your most powerful life. Chandra Gore is a lifelong serial entrepreneur with businesses in a wide variety of industries. She's all real talk. She hustles. She's equally committed to your business as a consultant, her own businesses, her family, and to being there for her community. She's on the ground being the change she wants to see. From helping people register to vote, to school board meetings, she knows that what's happening in our neighborhoods is as important as what's happening in the Capitol. On this episode, get ready to hear some business truths, what business consultants really think, and how you can step into your own magical power. All that and so much more coming up, but first. If you're interested in discovering what possibilities and businesses are available for you to create and to live your most fulfilling life, please visit thepowerfulladies.com forward slash coaching and sign up for a free coaching consultation with me. There is no reason to wait another day to not be living your best life when you instead could be running at full speed towards your wildest dreams today. Well, welcome to the Powerful Ladies Podcast. Thank you. I am so excited you're here today. Let's begin by telling everyone who you are and what you're up to. Um, my name is Chandra Gore. Um, I am the principal consultant and publicist of Chandra Gore Consulting. I am also the producer of SCM Productions, um, the founder of Accelerate Radio, the founder of the Greater Northern Virginia Comedy and Film Festival, and a mom, a wife, and a community activist. <laughs> so just a few things. So um, sounds like you have a lot of free time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. How did you become a consultant? Um, I actually became a consultant bec- um, because of people asking questions and I found solutions to their problems so easily. Mm-hmm. And my mentor who had, um, he owned a couple of um, dating services. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he told me that he thinks that that would be a great situation for me, a great role for me to go into possibly one day because I solved some issues that they were having. And then when I opened my catering company, my baking business, I was able to assist other people in launching their businesses as well. So Mm -hmm. I kind of just fell into that role. And um, my engineering brain has been been the, the motivation to keep me you know, for putting those puzzle pieces together. So yeah, I I love it. Yeah. (laughs) So how many businesses have you, do you have right now? And how many have you launched? Who? No one's ever asked me that. I have never. um, Wow. Currently right now I have five of my own. Mm -hmm. Um, But wow. Since I was 18, 
okay, that this is like 20 years worth of um wow, it's been a lot of businesses. Mm-hmm. I would I have to say more than 20, like yeah. more than 20. And it's probably even, yeah, it's way more than 20. Yeah. Did you always imagine that you would be an entrepreneur? Yes. Yeah. I did. My father was a serial entrepreneur and he was so that he could spend time with me, like quality time with me, teaching me. And that was the 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 rat the carrot mm-hmm. for me to, you know, to keep chasing so that I can spend time with my kids and my family and make my own schedule. Yeah. I always knew I would be in business for myself. Yeah. So many um, parents in particular, right? There is no other workability other than creating your own business to make it work. Yep. <laughs> yep. How many kids hey, do you have? Ooh, I have four. I was like, um, right, is this the, the same as the, the business? You're like, I haven't counted them all. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have four mm-hmm. um, children. One, and I say my husband, my fifth. So you have one business per child. I like this. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when you look at how things have, you know, every business has had to pivot in the past five months. And you as a consultant, you're not just pivoting all of your businesses, but now you're pivoting everybody else's business. You know, you and I share that um you know, burden, uh, you know, how are you managing that? And what steps are you doing to not just protect your clients, but protect your sanity? I take time off when necessary. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, if I have an idea that pops up in my head that could work, I'll reach out and, you know, I'll make the notes and I'll kind of go through the processes before I take it to my client and say, hey, you know, we should do it this way. But I take the time that's necessary for me to recharge Mm -hmm. because you can't operate without um, proper rest. And it has been my lifesaver because even though I'm home, the tendency to want to work 24 7 mm-hmm. comes into play and it's like oh wow like if I left the house you know then I know that when I came back that was it for the day mm-hmm. now the day doesn't end yeah because I'm always here so it's like you know making sure I cut the time when it's need to, needed to take a break and step away and recharge get to know these people that I live with and <laughs> mm-hmm. have a have a drink, put my feet up, watch some TV that's not um that's mindless, and mm-hmm. then get back to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as a consultant, what are some of the things that you see businesses doing that are just silly? You're like, I can't believe I- you keep calling me, and it's the same problem. Child. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Jumping on other people's uh, trains or their fads that are just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It is not for you to have, okay, that's a pet service. You are a cosmetologist. You have no business adding pets to your, to your whole, what, what do you, you can't bring a dog to your salon. So what do you even, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it it doesn't make sense. Like, I've seen so many like, oh, as and I'm a publicist as well. So, oh, this person got on this, this network, this network, this network. I was like, first of all, stop looking at their credits and understand that some of this stuff is paid. Mm-hmm. Do you have the budget to pay for this? Like mm-hmm. understanding you can, you know, 
pulling people off the edge when they're seeing all these people get these things or these um, placements or launching these new businesses that eventually fail after like two weeks. Yeah. You know, like pulling them off the edge and letting them know, hey, <laughs> it's okay. You have time. I'm going to lose a million dollars. You haven't even made a million dollars. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy how much FOMO shows up in business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, <sighs> My favorite example is like a client that came to me and she's like, I need a Twitter strategy. And I'm like, okay, you don't have a business yet. So maybe we start there. <laughs> Like, <laughs> what are we on? Tw- okay. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, what is the strategy for? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <let's-> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, there's so many people today hustling. This is a thing you need to fix your business. And people are like, I need that now. And I'm like, no, no. Mm-mm. If I see one more, I can teach you how to pivot coach. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask for somebody to unplug the internet. Just unplug it. Just yeah. let it just stop. <sighs> it's frustrating. I just, I, I, I'm at a loss for words because mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's an influx, a pop-up of these so-called coaches that can take your business to a next level. And I'm looking at it like, weren't you selling shoes last week? Mm-hmm. But okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're a coach today. Got it. Yep. Mm-mm. No, and, and and the truth is that what works in business doesn't actually change ever. It's no, like it, what works in creating great humans, kind of the same stuff every time, you know? Every single time. Mm-hmm. It, and it's like they want to reinvent the wheel, and but it's like you're putting a new package on an old, uh, on an, on an old uh, book. So stop. Like, yeah. just... Hard work, integrity, and, you know, knowing your market, knowing your audience, knowing mm-hmm. what you want to convey and what you want to bring to the table. It's like, it's, it's very simple. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I keep telling people, kiss it <laughs> and stop it. Mm-hmm. You know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> kiss it and stop it. I think I'm, I'm going to adopt that for some of my clients. <laughs> kiss it and stop it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because it's like... You can't come up with a new gimmick every other week and expect people to stay on board with you. No. It, and the, and the, just, truly the people that scale that everyone wants to be like, they only do one thing. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's And that thing, and people keep failing to miss that that whole, I need eight streams of income. So I can do, do eight. You could have eight streams of income from that one thing. Yes. So, oh. <laughs> so you understand. I'm glad we're, I'm talking to someone who understands what I go through on a daily basis. <laughs> yes. Yes. There's a lot of like, hold on. Let's let's go back to the beginning. Hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have five businesses and they're yes. all very unique. Um, yes. So being someone who's an entrepreneur, who's who's consulting for other people and yet still doing what sounds like passion projects. In addition, like, how do you pick and choose from all the ideas you have, which one's going to become the next business? <sighs> Whichever um, wakes me up in the middle of the night. Yeah. That one thing that I sit up and I'm like, aha. <laughs> yes. That moment is what makes me, mm-hmm. you know, what, what brings it to me. And I love that. That's the part that I can't deny. I can't ignore i can't just not do it i have to Mm -hmm. 
There's a, a couple people um, I work with who get anxiety about losing ideas and information. And like, essentially it's like hoarding uh, these things. And I said, I don't know if it is faith or if it is just, it's just the only sanity that I understand. But if I am meant to launch a business or if I am meant to take something on, at to your point, it doesn't go away. It doesn't leave me alone. Like, it's almost impossible to lose something that you're really meant to do. Right. Because it's meant for you. It's made mm-hmm. for you that, you know, it's already allocated to you. It's no reason to panic or, you know, flip out and think that you've lost it. It's going to be there. Mm-hmm. So most of the ideas that I launched, um, my radio station, I launched that a couple, like I started working on that years ago. Mm-hmm. And I know it's something that I'm going to, that I'm going to continue to do. It's like, it's going to be there. Yeah. You know, there is a million and one radio stations. You know, mine is just going to be different because it's mine. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, uh, you know, it may take a little bit, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you think about the words powerful ladies separately and together, what does it mean to you? Powerful is it's one of those words that you have to, if you say affirmations or mantras every day, one of those were, one of those should include powerful mm-hmm. because within yourself, you have that power. Like you have to own and know that you have that power and remind yourself because that's the secret sauce that people are forgetting mm-hmm. that makes them unique is dang, I have that power within me already. What's mm-hmm. the thing that's getting motivating you, waking you up in the morning? That's power, you know? So it's like, you are powerful. Yeah. You have the power. Like all of those things, those trigger a, a, a fire in you that mm-hmm. can't be replaced. Mm-hmm. And ladies, okay, come on now. Everybody wants to be called a lady. I don't care what anybody says. People mm-hmm. are called women. Well, people who identify as women, mm-hmm. people who identify as girls, people who identify as feminine, all of these things. But ladies is something that's it's like a call to action. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's like ladies is, 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 is something different when you call someone a lady, mm-hmm. you know, because it gives you it makes you sit up a little bit. You know, just a little bit, hold your head up a little bit higher, like, because, you know, I am a lady, you will mm-hmm. respect me, you mm-hmm. will understand me, and you will listen to me. And yeah. that's what I, oh, man, ladies who lunch, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things, like, it, it makes, it makes, it's, it's that word, mm-hmm. you know, because it's us ladies, yes. and we are, you know, that is a, so, oh, I, I just love it. You put the two together, you are powerful ladies mm-hmm. that's a different that's a different category different you have category. your divas mm-hmm. you have your girls you have your queens you have all of these things but these ladies <laughs> yes. there's one in each one of those groups but the lady will stand out and you will see her because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she's the one that doesn't really speak a lot but when she speaks you are spoken to yeah it's the mic drop <laughs> <laughs> that's it and then she walks off Mm-hmm. And that's it. I, I think that people don't understand that. Like I, the ultimate lady to, for me mm-hmm. is from Dynasty, um, Dominique Devereaux. Oh. Okay. <laughs> when she spoke and she said what she said and that was final. I was like, okay, that's a lady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's perfect to transition into who are the powerful ladies in your life that have, you know, oh. inspired you or opened doors for you or continue to be your support system? My great grandmother. Mm-hmm. She told me, use your voice no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you think you're heard or not. You use your voice. It was given to you for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, she taught me to trust my gut and go with what I felt and to know that I am, you know, mm-hmm. somebody. I am, you know, a force. And that's one of the things she told me. She goes, even if she used to make, I used to stand out on the back porch, right? And speak. <laughs> And talk and, you know, do all of these things that she encouraged that because it hold your head up and mm-hmm. do what do what's necessary. And I, I hear her with me all the time. Like I, oh man, oh my gosh, there's so many great women who have passed through my life that has been, oh, if I don't want to start naming because then they'll feel if I leave one out, <laughs> then I'm going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. But I would have to. Marsha Warfield, I met her, talked to her, and she gave me so many great words of advice Mm -hmm. that was amazing to me, and that was everything for me. Mm -hmm. So I can't even even take that away. Oh, my gosh. I keep thinking about so many women. Oh, man. There's a com- another comedian. Oh my gosh, her name is Paris Sache. Mm-hmm. She like it's. Um, oh man, what is it so about? Many- um, what is it about these women and like how have they? What have they shown you, or how have they changed like where you were at? For me to be unapologetically me, mm-hmm. like who cares if you know someone has something negative to say. Mm-hmm. Do it anyway. Take, I mean, yeah. what what can they do to you? Nothing. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh my goodness! I, my daughter is sixteen years old, but she speaks her mind, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yo, that is the greatest yeah. feeling ever because she has to say what she wants to say. It, it you can't really do anything about it. You yeah. can't really say anything. Like she. She has her point. She makes her, and she does not say sorry. Mm-hmm. For better or you worse, know, I imagine, as a mother. It's like, I'm just, <laughs> you know, it, it, and it, for me, it's not disrespectful, mm-hmm. but I have to listen and understand that she has a voice that she has to use it. And it's okay to let your children express themselves. And when they get beside themselves, you got to rein them in. Yeah. But sometimes you do have to let them speak. And some you learn when you let them speak. Mm-hmm. You know, because their views on the world are not jaded yet. Yeah. So I, I love that. I love to hear her talk. I love to hear her speak about stuff. Yeah. Well, and I like your distinction between expressing yourself versus getting beside yourself. Yeah. Because there, that is such a, you know, beautiful way to articulate when do people need to get, you know, brought mm-hmm. back. Because even like, adults need it more than kids most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't even because <laughs> some some adults think that just because they have an opinion and they want to say what they need to say they could say it they could say it and it's like wait a minute now you don't have that right to say that to someone mm-hmm. just because it's a thought you don't have that right to say that you know so yeah well and and there's a responsibility level right of when you are 
communicating. You have mm-hmm. to take responsibility for it. You know, whether it's to a partner and like, did you just upset them? Or did you like, because we say things all the time and they don't come out the way that we, our intention was. So we need to have responsibility for that. We also have to be responsible for how is what I'm saying going to impact somebody else? Right. And, you know, are you just talking to talk? Because that's just creating noise, which I don't know if we need it all the time. Mm-hmm. I look at these videos of people overstepping their boundaries with people that they don't even know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you would have just minded, you just don't say anything. It's, it's okay not to say anything. You could think the thoughts all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's okay not to say anything. I see people go on people's business posts and have a long dissertation on why they shouldn't do this in their business and why their business is going to fail. I'm like, first of all, nobody asked you. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, it's a boundaries thing that I think that we have gotten away from. You know, people, yeah. uh, people just never cease to amaze me with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I, there's, there's a little bit of going back to ladies, right? Where is the mm-hmm. class in our communication? Because there is a way to stand up for what you believe in mm-hmm. and speak up. And there's a way to do that that is powerful and classy and, and makes an impact versus going off the rails and really like, totally distracting from what the intention was. Right. And it, it just it makes sense because I've seen people post about, oh, I want to launch this business. This is a great thing. And there's one person that comes and just knocks them all the way down. Mm-hmm. Like, why would it be your mission to take away or to to dismiss someone's dream? Yeah. Like, who are you and what, what do you, why do you feel this is okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's fear-based. It's never... Like, they're not dropping a, a business pro tip that they needed. No, nope. they're just upset that mm-hmm. someone thought of something and felt confident enough to announce that they are going to pursue something mm-hmm. because they had, they're not able to pursue it. I, yeah. <sighs> to, to me, another indicator of powerful humans, not just ladies, are that you're mm-hmm. so busy and up to things that there isn't almost time to critique or criticize or care beyond like your scope. <sighs> There's one thing I would rather, I would yeah. rather someone be busy focused on themselves. And I tell people all the time, put your blinders on. Mm-hmm. If you have your blinders on, you won't have time to be distracted about by anybody else. Yeah. And I, it's, it's, that's a dream killer within itself, not having your blinders on. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be blind to people, what other people, anybody else is doing, but not be blind to what's going on around you. You know, yeah. it, there's a, there's a, there's a balance that happens. You know, you want to know what's going on in the world, but you really don't want to pay attention to, to everybody else's race that they're running. Yeah. So it's like, you know, be the horsey that wins the race. Because mm-hmm. he didn't look at everybody else. Because the minute you turn your head, mm-hmm. you've stumbled and fell. Like, um, I don't know a horse that fell. I don't, you know, I don't follow the ring. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Yes. You've seen the cartoons. They roll over and they take everybody down with them. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Do you see a correlation between being an entrepreneur or, or even entrepreneurial minded and being an activist? Yes, mm-hmm. because within 
the community activism or any kind of activism, you have to have a foundation. You have to have a mission. You have to have basically the same structures of when you're launching a business mm -hmm. on what actions you're going to take and how you're going to be successful. Yeah. Because you cannot be an activist and not have a plan. I'm just going to stand out here on this corner. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then what? what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like people going to see you. That's it. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> if that's all you want to do. Cool. Yeah. You know, but make it a plan. Like I, that's one of the things I think that a lot of times we have the issue with are people who are doing these things and don't have a plan or that action mm -hmm. or a plan to how to, um, you know, like not pivot, but if something happens, they don't have any kind of protection to bring them back. There's no mm -hmm. backup plan. Yeah. There's no escape, escape plan. There's no, oh my gosh, if this happened, this is what I'll do. Yeah. So this, you know, playing it fast and loose and hopes it shakes out. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not ideal. So yeah, that is the mm -hmm. biggest thing that I, think with with activism mm -hmm. please have a plan yeah don't go out and say i'm just gonna dial 911 or i'm gonna call my cousin um to come and get me if something happened no no that's not a plan mm -mm. what do you want people to to do what message do you want to convey or to lay on people's hearts for them to change yeah you know what 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 do you really want your outcome mm -hmm. to be and it has to be some kind of change that makes an impact not just for show i'm in the newspaper okay everybody can there's words in the newspaper all the time mm -hmm. i just uh yeah uh, well i and um one of my businesses before powerful ladies and even being a, a full-time coach was coaching um nonprofits and helping them get off the ground because there's so many amazing ideas that have all the heart and the passion but like you said no plan and structure. Yeah. And ultimately it's a business. Like that's, that's mm -hmm. what it is. And so, you know, when I've been working on like, what do I call myself? I'm like, I don't know, like I'm a project person, like a business or that, like they're all projects because they all need yep. the same things. Um, but for me, like when I look at tying activism to entrepreneurship, I just see people who want things to be different Ooh. or better and are willing to take the steps to make it happen. Um, like you can't be an on entrepreneurs don't come from everything's fine. I'll just leave it the way it is. Otherwise, we never start. <laughs> Nothing like that's I don't just like mm -hmm. it, it. It never. I work with a nonprofit from the from the start to the finish, mm -hmm. and um, they were like, "Why? Why does everything have to be? This is this is a nonprofit. We don't make money." I said, "Yes, you do. Yeah. How are your lights paid?" Mm -hmm. How was this lease being paid? How are you buying paper for the printer? Like, stop, like, get out of that whole mindset that we are a nonprofit and we can't make money. Like, we, it, it, there's a way that things have to be done. This is a business. If you mm -hmm. want people to give you more money, you have to manage the money that you already have. Like, yeah, this whole, listen. Nonprofit does not mean everyone volunteers. <laughs> Mm -mm. Sweat equity cannot be taxable. I'm just right. saying you can't right. tax that. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's it's understanding, and I really wish I'm, I'm glad that you're a coach that takes the takes that out the myth out of that. Mm -hmm. A lot of I've seen so many people, so many people come to me. I'm not a coach, 
And someone's like, are you a business coach? Uh-uh. No, a coach, <laughs> a coach helps you with accountability. They make sure you meet those goals that they set in place. I am a consultant. Mm-hmm. You know, I give you your task. If you don't complete them this month, I'm billing you for next month so we can get it done. Like even mm-hmm. however long it takes you to get it done. I set your solutions. Yep. You know, your coach can implement and, you know, hold you accountable to to meet the solutions mm-hmm. that I've created for you. I, I don't, I just, when I find myself becoming more invested into a business than the person that I'm consulting with, yeah, I pull a coach in. Yeah. You all are a necessary need. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't have the patience for it. I commend you for that. No, and it's it's also why I do I'm I'm like a slashy coach consultant because there are there's so much mindset work that can needs to get moved out of the way. And to your point, sometimes it's just getting people in their money story straight. It stops mm-hmm. so many people from succeeding. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, we we can only work on your mindset so long before the business has run out of time. Yep. So and you that- know, what do, what actions do you really want to take? And that's where I get a lot of, I had one person who I actually had to pull in mm-hmm. a coach for because it was a defeatist attitude. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. listen, I speak life and everything that I do every day. Yeah. You are not going to get, you'll take your hour or two with me and talk about oh, how this is not going to work. Mm-hmm. And I am not, I don't know. Every time I send an email, they respond back and they don't want to work with me anymore. I Listen. That sounds like you need to get you, let's send you to someone who can help you mm-hmm. with that whole defeatist attitude. Because in business, you have to be a winner every day. Yes. You can't walk into the day. Oh, I'm not going to make any money today. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Then you're not. <laughs> you just, you just go back to sleep. You've already wrapped up your day, closed your office. You're done for the day. Like mm-hmm. you can't do that. You know, you just, I, Listen, real <laughs> coaches understand, you understand exactly. And I love the fact that you understand what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is, this is a great. Well, there, there's mm. so, you know, what's motivated me for so many of my businesses is hearing people say, I can't. And I'm like, what? Oh. And mm-hmm. there are moments when I, like you've said, I get so excited about their business idea that I'm like, oh, we can do this and this and this and this. And it's already made in my head. And they're like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to work. I'm like, what? Oh, what? And if, no. <laughs> see, that's why I, 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 I thank you. Have a great day. I, I, you you want to take it there and help them yeah. overcome that. That yeah. is your role. That is your ministry. That is not mine. So <laughs> as soon as someone hits me with that, you know what? I have somebody to call mm-hmm. and I will get you on the phone with them. <laughs> they can help you figure out why you're having this roadblock. And when y'all are ready, you can come back and mm-hmm. we can talk like I well, and I, I, you bring up such a great point. It's so important as someone who provides a service, any kind, photographer, mm-hmm. consultant, who can say who is not your customer. Right? We, we talk so much about who is your customer, but I think often telling people to start with who's not your customer and like what do they have to have before they come to you is so important. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're spending all your time that you made this business for so you could have a great life with people you don't want to hang out with. You know, you see, I I learned from the my mentor that had the dating service mm-hmm. who I did not want to appeal to, who I wanted to work with, mm-hmm. who I did not want to work with, and what I was willing to tolerate. 
Yeah. And I was like, wow, when he said he got, when he got up from the table, there was a company that was willing to come in and do this great uh, excursion service and all of this, right? This was back in the early 2000s where, Mm -hmm. you know, excursion dating was a great thing where, you know, you take a group of singles and you put them on those hang gliders and all that kind of stuff. And the minute the person said something, like just the attitude that they came in with, he goes, no, thank you. Y'all have a great day. I said, wait, wait, they didn't even say anything. He goes, they walked in with the wrong attitude. Mm-hmm. I was just shocked. And I was like, "You reali- I realized then that it is okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we went through four or five different little boutique companies until we found one that was amazing. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they walked in, he's like, this is not going to work. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. And I was, I, you, my, the look on my face was just <laughs> all like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm 19, 18, 19 years old. I had no clue that you could see that, mm-hmm. but he was seasoned enough to know, like, this is a headache I did not want. Yeah. This is something that I don't want to deal with. I, you know, and I'm like, I've, so, I'm so glad I've been able to get to that point and not feel guilty about it. Yeah. And yeah, well, I just. Well, because you would have felt guilty about it, either saying no to possible income or to helping someone, I bet, right? Those are usually the two. Mm -hmm. Because it's like you want to give people a chance and you want to see the good. Yeah. But in business, seeing the good can close your business. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. You you have no revenue, nothing, because you want to see the good and you end up losing your shirt. Yeah. And, And even just knowing that, when things work in your business and you have the right people, the right clients, the right team, the right whatever you need, it is a whole different level of ease and flow and fun. Like it, it really becomes a, like I don't even know if I can articulate what the feeling is unless you've experienced that. Like, wait, this is what it can be like. Like I can be making this money and it can feel like this at the same time. Like, why didn't anyone tell me? Mm-hmm. It's a euphoria. Like mm-hmm. it is. I get up every day now (laughs) with that feeling because it's like, I love what I do. Mm -hmm. I'm able to help others. I'm able to help myself and I'm able to provide for my family and I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. Like I love, I gladly wake up and put in 11, 12 hours sitting at the computer all day Mm -hmm. and I'm fine with that. And it feels so good. Yeah. Like, Oh, it is. It's a different kind of feeling. You just, you have to do, you have to smile about it. Well, that makes me wonder. So we ask everybody on the Powerful Ladies podcast, where you put yourself on the Powerful Ladies scale, zero being average everyday human and 10 being like most powerful lady you can imagine. How do you feel today? And where would you score yourself on an average day? Today, (laughs) I'm at the high, I'm like an eight and a half, nine. Because I had work to do, but... I had, I was recording something and then I knew I was looking forward to this mm-hmm. today, the recording today. I was like, cause you all, you, I, I'll tell you about it later. I was just, I'm so in awe of what you all do. So Thank you. I, it was a great day today. It's a Sunday. It feels good. And on every, and Mondays are, are my slow days. Mm-hmm. So I'm always happy about that. Cause I'm able to do my back end stuff. But mm-hmm. usually every day now it's been a seven or between a seven and a nine, mm-hmm. no 10 days yet. Because, you know, there's always that one thing that happens that's like, you know what? <laughs> Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that one email that comes through is like, what What were you thinking? It's every single day. But, it, you know, that's life. Every 
there will never be, there will be 10 days, I think, coming. Yeah. But not, I haven't had one recently because people are home and they got a lot of time on their hands. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm pretty sure you get one of those emails every single day like, what mm-hmm. are you thinking? But okay, let's work you through that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. goodness. Well, it makes me think like when you talked about how you can like decline a client and say, no, thank Mm -hmm. you. Like that's such a boss move, right? Like, you know, that Oprah is walking around being like, no, and Mm -mm. no. Yeah. And I've kind of, you know, we asked about the email thing and I've really taken on communication between sessions, not being Mm -hmm. available, which at first people are like, what, what? And I'm like, no, like we talk during our sessions. I can support mm-hmm. you in 10 minutes or less between that when I'm available and when I can get to it. But I have no commitments for like 48 hours return communication. Mm-hmm. I have no, if I'm, if it's after hours on weekends, you, I may not even respond no. to a text. And you get, mm-mm. oh, text. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk about this. I have, I used to be available 24 seven. Mm-hmm. Then I realized when I said I have a family situation or I'm enjoying time with my family and they thought it was okay to disregard that. Oh, you ruined it for everybody. Now yeah. you get, these are the hours. Mm-hmm. This is your, your scheduled time where you have with me. If I choose to talk to you, respond to you, yeah. you know, outside of that, then you will get that. But other than that, this, this is what it's been reduced to. Mm-hmm. Do you, it was the hardest notice for me to send. Yeah. You know, this is the phone number you all will use. I have two phones and a Google voice. Mm-hmm. Only certain people have my real phone number. Mm-hmm. It, it is what it is. But I bet it changed your entire business for you. Oh, it did. Mm-hmm. Oh, it did. I was never, I did not feel the undue pressure to be responsive anymore mm-hmm. or feel guilty when I could not do that. Yeah. Yeah. It opens up everything differently. Everything. I, I think it also demand like it also makes your customer like level up or your client because suddenly they realize, oh, this is like this is a privilege. This is a serious thing. Okay, I gotta show up bigger. Like I need to yep. like level up. And it's funny because you think if you tell people I'm cutting back and like deal with it, they're gonna go the other way. When it and it actually the opposite happens, the total opposite. You suddenly get they- more people doing what you want them to do and even better clients. Yep. I have <laughs> the level of client. I cleaned house mm-hmm. um, last year of clients who took me for granted. Mm-hmm. And they were my lowest paying clients, but they were the biggest headaches ever. Yep. And I made concessions to work for daggone less than, less than 50 cents an hour. Wow. And when I looked at the grants, when I put in the, when I oh, documented yeah. a number of hours, I was a, I was disgusted with myself. So when they were like, well, my contract is ending. I don't know if I'm buy. Here's your letter of disengagement. You are be blessed. Mm-hmm. I wish you nothing but the best. Yep. <laughs> I'm not dealing with it. You and all your friends can go. Mm-hmm. I'm good. And I, that was, oh, whew, I felt so good. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and it goes back to like entrepreneur self-care is making sure that the boss is the, like, is in a boss position because- yeah, you especially when you're providing the level of support and guidance that you are, mm-hmm. you you know you don't get a chance to have an off day. Like you can't, you have to be 
at 100% to deliver what you're committed to in all your businesses. So anything that is taking away from that, like it has to go. It has to. Yeah. And I, um, I realized that like anyone who makes, who would dismiss your business in the amount of time that you put in an effort to growing mm-hmm. and then have the, the audacity to say, you didn't do anything to help my business, but your roster is full and people know your name. Mm-hmm. Then that's not the person you need. And it's okay to not, to, to not accept that. Yeah. It's okay. That's, that's, a, that's abuse. And it's not okay. Like you're not here to be abused by people who needed you, who reached out because they needed you. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How much, when you have five businesses, how are you splitting up your time so that they are all getting supported? Time management is key. Mm-hmm. So I break my schedule out where I actually schedule the time that I want, I'm going to work on things mm-hmm. because I have adult ADHD, which, and you know, bipolar disorder, depression, all of that. Right. But you can manage everything mm-hmm. by scheduling and being committed to being on schedule. So even with all of those things going on, structure is key. Mm-hmm. And that's my biggest thing. You all hosted a great time management webinar and I missed Thank it. I was you. like, oh, y'all don't understand. This is this will change your life. Mm-hmm. Time management will change your life. It changed mine. Mm-hmm. Because I had a career, a full career. I traveled a lot and I ran my businesses while I was working this demanding career in this demanding career. Mm-hmm. But how I was able to manage it, time and time management. Mm-hmm. I allocated time where I was working for the for working for the company. And then I had the time where I was working within my business. Mm-hmm. And you just have to structure your day so that you get all of the things or some of the things on your task list. Be realistic about the things on your task list. Mm-hmm. I, that is the key for me to yeah. service all of my business at, at, at every day, making realistic timelines, mm-hmm. making realistic task lists and being mindful of my time and scheduling it correctly. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I yeah, no, 100%. I, I like that. I like being able to do it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I, I said it in the, in the workshop and if you registered, you you got a replay link today, but, um, so for me, it's always, if I prepare, if I block out my day or even my week, the next day when I wake up, I don't have to think it's like less decisions I have to make. I just yep. do what I told myself to do yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's not my calendar telling me it was me telling me, um, right. you have to be okay with doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it is a, it's a, it's a, it's like a, you wake up in the morning. Here's just you, when it, I get my email to do list, I have it set mm-hmm. to email me at 4 30 a.m. It's mm-hmm. the first thing that pops up. This is what I'm doing today. These are the tasks, and I'm fine. And yeah. I, that's what I'm doing that day. And you achieve it. Like if you yep. do it, you get it done. And it's like you're putting points on the board. There's um, a book I talk a lot about on this podcast called Discipline Equals Freedom by Jocko mm-hmm. Willink. And great book. Listen to the audio because he has a, a great Navy SEAL classic voice. So um, it sounds like you're, of course, that would be a Navy SEAL. Um, but then there's also the book, The One Thing. And what The One Thing talks about that changes it a little bit is makes it habits equal freedom. Because mm-hmm. discipline can be painful. 
right? It can be no right. fun. But a habit, like you don't even know you're doing it anymore. Because everybody has a every, habits are easily. You can change your habits. You can you can mm-hmm. create better habits. You could do those things. Discipline. It just sounds so corporal and so yes mean. <laughs> <laughs> But mm-hmm. habits, you know, you could change those. Those are the good things that you can adjust. So, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And you only really need to turn on your discipline muscle for the however many days it takes to change the habit. Then you're like, I'm free again. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're good. Those mm-hmm. set you on a great path, though. Yes. Oh, I like that. <laughs> when you are talking to your kids about entrepreneurship or activism, like, what do you want them to know is possible? And like, what are you doing to make sure that they are the great citizens that that um, you're showing up as? Well, my oldest will be 18 in October. This is mm-hmm. his first time he's voting. But he's How exciting. He's ex- oh, he is so excited. Mm-hmm. I have seen, they've seen me um, register people to vote, explain the voting process, even though civics is taught in school. Is it anymore? I don't know. <laughs> I, I said, even though it's taught in school, <laughs> learn at home, people. Um, read how the laws work within your within your home and explain, like, so that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've realized that how their voice matters and how, like, we we don't have voting in here because it's what mom and dad say. This yeah. goes, but you know, you can give your input. We can adjust accordingly. But teaching them that. No one should have to tell you to be a good person. Mm-hmm. Like I shouldn't tell you to be nice to someone. Like that. That is. That is. So teaching my children that and having them understand the you know the whole parameter of you know you you can be a genuinely good person you know, mm-hmm. but as it pertains to entrepreneurship, they watch me and they've learned from me. They ask questions, but you know the the biggest thing I've taken away from all four of them is mm. when does the fun start. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't gotten to that point where when you love what you do, it'll always be fun. Mm-hmm. So right now they're just they're looking at entrepreneurship as work. Yeah. They're not passionate about other than wanting to be a YouTuber. And I'm like, eh, that's cool. But everybody that's not for everybody. But because they look at all the successful ones and they're like, I want to do this. OK, so I tell me, write me a plan. Mm-hmm. They abandon that right quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's abandoned. Like, what what do I need to plan for? But I want to get all these sponsorships and I want to do all this. That takes planning. Mm -hmm. That takes work. That takes a lot of things. But they did it. They took, they planned. Yeah. They executed and they stayed on target. Mm -hmm. You know, but it wasn't just sitting down with a camera and playing a game. No, there's strategic, there's strategy to this. It's strategic moves here in play. So they just want to do the fun one, the fun part. <laughs> well, and I think that's a reoccurring thing with any business, right? It looks so glamorous mm-hmm. from the outside. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, are you going to hang out with me when I'm recording 15 podcasts in one day? Do you but, know what? They're, but, they, they don't. They don't understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> with the, the output you see from any business is probably 20% of the entire work it takes. That's it. People mm-hmm. don't see the late nights that actually do happen the late nights that do um that do come along with entrepreneurship yeah you know that is the biggest thing 
I think that a lot of people don't understand the amount of research and reading that mm-hmm. goes into learning a different trade or adding a different uh course of action to your plan or scaling it, you have to read about the different things that will help you scale. Mm -hmm. Then you have to look at how it would factor into the to the grand scheme of things, how that will fit the puzzle of your business. So Mm -hmm. all of these things come into play that a lot of people don't realize like if will this will this payment um structure work with what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. You know, will this this new intake form, how would it affect like it's so many different things that everyone's like, oh, they have everything streamlined. Do y'all not know how much work goes into that? Yeah. Yep. And most people have no idea what an SOP is. So it's like, let's start there. (laughs) You know, the first thing I ask when I talk to people is like, what's your SOP? Can I see your SOP? Yeah. What is that? Oh, mm mm-mm. You'll start all over. Let's take you down back to platform. Let's create that document. Mm -hmm. Let's create your binder. And I used to have a binder. Yep, me too. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people got away from this electronic. No, that binder... And I have, um, I still have binders from old positions that I've had that I created. And I, I used to leave a copy when I left the position. I was like, you know, I'm keeping my stuff. <laughs> no, I, I, yes. Like um, the number of times I've left a role and created a binder for the person coming. For sure. I'm like, how else are you going to know how to do this? How else are you going to know that on Thursday, this person takes an extra 30 minutes, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you have to look out for that. Even if you're not in that support role, yeah, knowing exactly what's going on everywhere helps you a whole lot. Yeah. And for everyone listening who's now horrified that they don't know what an SOP is, it just means standard operating procedure. Uh, procedure. It's how it works. It's mm-hmm. um, It can be a checklist even if you're just starting out making your order of operations, but having, it's the only way you can delegate, right? Like in the time management class, we had a whole section about automate, delegate, delete. And you can't delegate, you won't be delegating cost effectively if you don't have an SOP. And people don't even understand it. Even though I'm a business of one, Mm -hmm. every single one of my businesses has its processes documented because if I am hit by a bus, I got to be outside to do that, but you know me now. <laughs> but <laughs> I would want someone to take pick up mm-hmm. where I left off and keep my businesses running. Yeah. You know, because my children's, like, my legacy has to go on, and I wouldn't want my business to stop with me. Yeah. So these are the things that have to go into play. Like, I really do un- think people need to understand that part. Well, and I, you know, not even worrying about if I get hit by a bus, but, like, there are days that I don't remember what I did yesterday. So I need the SOP so I can remember, oh, wait, what was the script I put together? What was the next step? Because you're running all over the place and, you know, you just don't know. It's like, it's a foolproof way to make sure that I'm delivering the same quality each time where I can go back to my checklist. Mm -hmm. And what's so funny, I like, between my notes on my phone, my iPad and my Google Notes, Mm -hmm. my Google Docs, and my SOP, like the, I keep adding stuff. Like yes. if a client is feeling this way, mm-hmm. this is what you do. It's like my own little cheat sheet, and it's uh, it's amazing mm-hmm. on how that that one thing can. I smile because it's like, yo, I when I look back and I'm looking back, I have entries from 2004. Mm-hmm. It's like wow, it's like a diary of. What not to do in business yes. or what to do in business. <laughs> yes, there's your book. There's your book. Yep. Um, 
So obviously we have a very important election this year. And you being an activist, you've talked about registering people to vote. What do you think is the foundation for being a good civic citizen, let alone citizen? (sighs) Knowing what role you can play within your county or city. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I work the polls. That's a that's a position that a lot of people don't know they can sign up for. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure there's representation when you go to place your ballot. You don't feel uncomfortable. A smiling face does wonders for someone who's voting the first time or scared about knowing anything. Mm-hmm. You know. So a lot of times that actually happens with um, with people come going to vote. You know they're scared. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're confused. They don't know what they can ask for help. You know, they didn't even know those. There's so many different things that are offered, but you can volunteer. You could actually be on the committees for your board of supervisor, or your mayor's office. Like these mm-hmm. are so many. Being a good civic citizen is knowing what roles are available for you. Mm-hmm. You could do. You could work with the school board, the school district. You know, at the school board meetings, the town hall meetings. Like you can do all the things knowing that you can be a part of the system yeah. as a volunteer will help you as a citizen to connect with your community. So it's mm-hmm. it's those things that make me excited about being a great citizen. It's like, you know, there's a lot of protests going on. And with this election coming up, there's so many protests about people who are not heard. I'm one of them, you mm-hmm. know, but I see what they're doing, but you could be the change that's on the other side of that. You can actually be in the offices and talk to them directly, talk to them to help change the policy. Mm -hmm. Protesting without action is it doesn't it's never going to work. You have to know where you can get in to fit in to be where you need to be so you can make a change. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm if you see an office is lacking representation, find out where you can volunteer to help them. Mm hmm. It's, it's that simple. It's that easy to do. When I love that you brought up starting at home, right? You're starting at home with educating yourself. You're starting at home in your own city or county. There's, you know, I think people disregard the power of local politics. And it's, you know, to me, it's almost more important than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I'm sorry. I'm no. <laughs> No, um, it's one of those things like a lot of people forget that that's where the laws are made Mm -hmm. before they get to federal and state level. It's in your backyard first. Mm -hmm. So start there and learn that that's where you can actually do the most good. Yeah, because the 15 years it takes for a policy to change up in Washington, it could change in 30 days where you are. Yeah. So understand how the cycle works and understand where your impact is going to be greater, be felt. Mm-hmm. It's, ugh. I can talk for days about it because it's like, it's so important. And everybody's like, yeah. oh, we have to get to Washington. No, you need to go down to your, your city hall. Mm-hmm. That's where you need to go. Well, I um, saw a news report on how Des Moines, Iowa made so many quick changes when the mm-hmm. protest started. And I was like, yeah, of course they did. Um, they're, they're a small city. There's not a lot of people to bring together to make a change. So I'm not surprised that they were the ones that were able to make changes happen quickly. Um, how much of your life is a surprise and how much of it is, is, you know, we talked about your dad being an entrepreneur, but like your whole 360 life, 
Is it what you always imagined? How close are you to your dream life? I'm very close to my dream, but with the one change, I do not bake or cater anymore. That's Mm -hmm. the only thing. Um, When my dad passed away, it just, that just, that passion left. Don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong. I'll get in. I'm a baker, but this is the way I imagined it. It's just in a different format now. Um, mm-hmm. I always thought I would be a baker and always be in the kitchen and always doing that, but that wasn't in the cards. I'm better serving people now with this, with what I'm doing now. I'm making, mm-hmm. making a greater impact because every now and then now I'll, I'll ship out some cupcakes or some <laughs> lemon curd or something like that, something that I've zhuzhed up and uh-huh. every now and then, but I didn't, I never imagined having this much impact with mm-hmm. with everything i just it's it's amazing it's it's i like the surprise well and i love that when you talked about how much impact you're making you lit up like you smiled <laughs> it's huge right yeah. like is it um making a difference on people changes everything mm-hmm. it does because you leave an impression on our hearts mm-hmm. um my my greatest goal is to make people's lives a little bit better yeah. Um, because just a glimmer of hope, just a little bit can change, make or break someone's whole outlook on life. Mm-hmm. So giving someone hope or a smile or a boost of confidence does wonders. And I don't do, I do it because everybody deserves to have that. Everyone deserves to have that joy that it, it's, it's that certain, you can't, put a you know umami you know that's the flavor that's just yeah that's Mm -hmm. feelings emotional umami that's what I want to leave people with (laughs) I love that no it's true it's like you can't you can't explain the sparkle unless you felt it yes and and (laughs) you know being we share that we know everyone can feel it like you already have it you just need to turn it on yeah Mm -hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I love seeing when people walk away and they're just smiling and they're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's like a Care Bear stare. It's like, perf- yes. it's like what's needed. And I love that. Mm-hmm. And I love being able to, to spark that in people. That's amazing. Well, I can't think of a better way to wrap up this podcast than with that. Um, but before we do, is there anything else that you want to share with everyone listening today? Walk into people's lives and their businesses with good intention. You Mm -hmm. make sure that you're leaving an impact that can make them go forward in life and not remain stagnant or or go backwards. Use only words that speak life and that are, that are, uh, that are joyous. Like that's all I can really say. Like, Leave people with emotional mommy. That's what it is. <laughs> I love it. I love it. New trademark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being a yes to me and the powerful ladies. And it's been such a pleasure. And I look forward to getting to have you on again because I'm sure we could talk for days about all these things that we love. I, I know. I've been watching and I love you. I love you all so much. <laughs> thank you so much. No, it's the same. It's a sisterhood, sisterhood of powerful ladies. Yes, Mm -hmm. I love it.
how powerful is that woman? That powerful lady. I loved recording this episode. It's proof that there is always someone out there who gets you, who understands, who is like your business mindset twin. It's also proof that you can do anything you want and include all the parts that matter to you. I hope you are left as inspired and lit up as I am. To follow, connect, and support Chandra, you can follow her on Instagram or Twitter, Seagore Consults, or go to her website, ChandraGoreConsulting.com. For all the links to connect with her and notes about what we discussed, you can find all of that at thepowerfulladies.com forward slash podcast and see it in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Powerful Ladies podcast. There are so many ways you can get involved and get supported with fellow Powerful Ladies. First, subscribe to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Powerful Ladies. Join the Powerful Ladies Thrive Collective. This is the place where Powerful Ladies connect level up, and learn how to thrive in business and life. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page. And of course, visit our website, thepowerfulladies.com. I'd like to thank our producer, composer, and audio engineer, Jordan Duffy. Without her, this wouldn't be possible. You can follow her on Instagram at Jordan K. Duffy. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, I hope you're taking on being powerful in your life. Go be awesome and up to something you love.